In the heart of the church, my mother, I shall be love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. If a thing doesn't fulfill its purpose for which it was made, it is no good. If an iron is no good at removing wrinkles, it is no good. If a watch doesn't give accurate time, it is no good. We humans are not autonomous individuals whose only purpose is to determine what one wants to do with one's life. Our purpose in life is not to make enough money to retire, and that's it. And it's not enough that we do not sin to be a good person or a good Catholic. Rather, to be a good person, we have to fulfill the purpose for which God made us. Each of us has a universal and a particular calling by Almighty God. We all have the universal call to holiness, to knowing, loving, and serving God. But our particular and specific call and how we fulfill that is unique to each of us. St. Therese knew well the universal call to holiness and was seeking that with every fiber of her heart. But her particular vocation, her particular call by God to a higher form of perfection, caused her some interior turmoil even many years after she was a Carmelite religious. We are all members of the mystical body of Christ. We are one, though many, but we each have a role to play, to perform, to contribute, for the good of the whole. There is no autonomous individual in the church. The church is a society of all believers of the apostolic faith, united either to the visible church on earth and part of the church triumphant in heaven and the church suffering in purgatory. St. Therese summed up her vocation as spouse, mother, and Carmelite. Spouse of Christ by her religious state, mother of souls by her union with Christ, and thirdly, as a Carmelite. But she also sought the call to be a warrior like St. Joan of Arc, fighting in defense of the church. She sought to be, in a way, a priest, to be an apostle, to be a doctor of the church, to be a martyr, to be a crusader, to be a papal guard, and to also be a missionary. She wrote in her story of a soul, O Jesus, my love, my life, how can I combine these contrasts? How can I realize the desires of my poor little soul? Ah, in spite of my littleness, I would like to enlighten souls as did the prophets and the doctors. I have the vocation of the apostle. I would like to travel over the whole earth to preach your name and to to plant your glorious cross on infidel soil. But above all, O my beloved Savior, I would shed my blood for you even to the very last drop. Martyrdom was the dream of my youth, And this dream has grown with me in Carmel's cloister. But here again, I feel that my dream is a folly. 
For I cannot confine myself to desiring one kind of martyrdom. To satisfy me, I need all. Like you, my adorable spouse, I, I would be scourged and crucified. I would die flayed like St. Bartholomew. And she continues, When thinking of the torments which will be the lot of Christians at the time of the Antichrist, I feel my heart leap with joy, and I would that these torments be reserved for me. So what is her purpose, she wondered. What was her particular calling in the church? What was her task? Rightfully, she turned to Holy Scripture, the inspired Word of God, and she came to the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. In the twelfth chapter, he writes that the Spirit of God works unity in the church, though there are different ministries, some more noble, but all members in the church have a role to play, just as the feet, hands, eyes are able to help the more noble head and heart, all working for the good of the whole. But St. Therese was not at ease as she didn't recognize herself in any of the ministries mentioned by St. Paul. But as she continued reading, she read, But be zealous for the better gifts, and I show unto you yet a more excellent way. St. Paul then explains in the 13th chapter of his first letter to the Corinthians that without charity, all the ministries and gifts and miracles that one may perform are of no spiritual value to God. If the Christian is not animated and moved by charity, then they are not performing their purpose as a Christian. St. Therese said, I finally had rest. Considering the mystical body of the church, I understood that if the church had a body composed of different members, the most necessary and the most noble of all could not be lacking to it. And so I understood that the church had a heart and that this heart was burning with love. I understood if love ever became extinct, apostles would not preach the gospel and martyrs would not shed their blood. I understood that love comprised all vocations, that love was everything, that it embraced all times and places, in a word, that it was eternal. Our purpose in life is to love God, a love which is a return for the love that He first shows us with His graces, His blessings, and His many gifts. Our love is then the response to God's divine love. As love is of its very nature selfless, infinite, giving, generous, tending toward the needs and good of the beloved, our love spills out by our actions, our thoughts, our words, our endeavors, our concrete life. Love determines everything that we do. Either our action is motivated for the love of God or solely the love of self. The great mark of all the saints is that the love of God so penetrated their every thought, word, and deed 
that rarely will you find in their actions or their words even the slightest motive of self-love. Rather than discourage us, we should be encouraged by their holy abandon and humble confidence in God. Their lives are an invitation to open our heart to God, to open up to Him so that His love can fill all the recesses, crevices, and spaces of our heart. The more He fills our heart, the more we can be truly transformed into the saint we were all called to be. The more He fills our heart, the more we can fulfill our particular role that God calls each of us to fulfill and that no one else can replace. And we will close with St. Therese's conclusion as to her vocation. She writes, O Jesus, my love, my vocation at last I have found it. My vocation is love. Yes, I have found my place in the church, and it is you, O my God, who have given me this place. In the heart of the church, my mother, I shall be love. Thus I shall be everything, and thus my dream will be realized. Though St. Therese lived her particular vocation of love in a cloistered convent of France, we can all learn from her teaching and apply it in different manners to our particular vocation. As divine love is the purpose for each of us in fulfilling God's plan for us, divine love can be lived in an infinite amount of ways. With St. Therese, through her burning love for God, she was able to offer herself as a loving sacrifice to her divine spouse for missionary efforts in spreading the faith, for preachers to spread the good news of the gospel to infidels, or to those in whom the flame of faith had grown extinct. And she was able, from her convent, to write one of the most widely distributed spiritual classics, The Story of a Soul. Her little way is applicable to each soul in a convent or in the world, that by making small, hidden, and seemingly insignificant sacrifices for the love of God, we can be transformed into a victim of love for Christ. St. Therese was no weak saint, as she died a very agonizing death by tuber tuberculosis at the age of 24. Like all the martyrs, it was her charity that motivated her to give everything to God, to the last drop, to the last breath. It was her vocation of love and the heart of the church that made her a great doctor of the church. My dear faithful, as we celebrate today this feast of the little flower, may our hearts be inflamed with her divine love so that our hearts burn, thirst, long, and seek the love of our beloved Lord in all of our thoughts, words, and deeds. May the core of our spiritual life be animated with divine love so that we can faithfully fulfill the role that God has in mind for each one of us. May we learn from St. Therese that no matter how insignificant in the eyes of the world our actions may be, God sees all and will abundantly bless all that we do, animated with great charity. May we too, like St. Therese, be faithful 
to our vocation of love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you.